The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Steve. Because we've known each other now for... Um, a lifetime. Yes. We have essentially known each other as long as you had Lola. Yeah. So that is a... Uh, we Boy, we've already coined the rolling century on right. this show. The rolling Lola? The Lola. <laughs> How about the Lola lifetime? Yeah, that's, I don't feel good about that the, one. The, the so, Lola lifetime is a baker's dozen of years. That's right. And Kyle. Welcome back. Your host, you know, Chuck Tomfoolery. What was his name? <laughs> Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Chuck. I know it was Chuck. I believe it was Woolery. Oh my gosh. That's, I, right there. <laughs> Tip of my tongue, I feel like. Now, here they are. Two guys who are living in style. Steve and Kyle. Here we are, here we are. It's a big day. That's right. Big, big day on the podcast. Our many thanks to, I believe, uh, Carl Furrow was sending us some tweets this week with his AI rendition of Chuck Tomfoolery. Oh, I did see that. Those were great. Where it, like... is, it didn't seem... I couldn't figure out rubber chicken as a microphone. Yeah, either that or just really did not want to exploit a... <laughs> possibly dead real or actually fake right. rubber chicken yeah. using it as mm-hmm. a microphone. But our thanks anyway. Uh, people know these AI generators that are much superior to the ones I've used. I don't care. Well, no, I got an email from our buddy Chris Pruitt. Oh, okay. And he, he's deep into the AI thing. Okay, good. And he was like, you need to try this one. He said there are a bunch that are, that are great. They're subscription-based, which I don't want any part of. But yeah, he said yeah. there's one that's free. You just have to you have to sign up for a free account for okay. it. But he said it's it's really, really good. Okay. So, so we need to get on that wagon yeah, then. Yeah. Okay. So that is... Free speaks to this podcast language. <laughs> that's on my list of things to do when I'm off for a little while. Because right now it's just, I don't know. I got a lot going on. Yeah. I'd like to see a visual rendition that satisfies us. Mm-hmm. That we can either pay this AI generated license for or download whatever yeah. of Chuck Tom foolery. <laughs> and then so we can throw some merch out for that. Because again, in big bright lights behind it, I would like the you know, the game show sign the, the of official. are we friends or just acquaintances after knowing each other for thirteen years. Right. Yeah. Which is the brand new hit game show of course. hosted by Chuck Tom Foolery. Of course. Uh kind of a game show we got going now. There's something that we want to get to. Um we had decided that of all the people that signed up for the Steve and Kyle podcast cloak and dagger non-denominational winter solstice gift exchange, um, we're going to randomly pick one and send you some garbage. So yeah, no, trust me, garbage. <laughs> so um, should we? 
What do you want to do? Just like, do we spin a wheel or well, something? Well, we've had this gigantic wheel. That's true. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. I don't even know who gifted it to us. And we simply never yeah. used it, Steve. So what we did was we, we cut out um, pie, pie-shaped yep. slivers. 60 slices. <laughs> wrote everybody's name that participated in the gift exchange. Put it on the wheel. I mean, it took hours. It took a lot of time. Listen, we are nothing if not dedicated mm-hmm. to, again, somehow losing money yeah. and wasting time. Right. Because this will, you know, this will no doubt cost us more money than we made this year. No question. This is a nice little care package that Steve and I, you and I curated mm-hmm. via text message. We decided some neat podcast related things that we're going to send out to a lucky recipient. Yep. So, yeah, if you have that wheel ready back there, if you want to take yeah. a step and spin that wheel. Oh, of course. So we can pick our lucky winner for the Solstice giveaway. That sounds nice. Yeah. Nice wheel. Okay. Right. I'm so excited. Any second now. Oh, there we go. And uh, who is our lucky winner, Kyle? What? uh, Need need a number. Oh, of course. It landed on number 37. Number 37, (laughs) our incredibly lucky winner. Mark Calhoun, located hey. in the Upper Peninsula. Steve, you know Mark. He's been to a, plenty of the live shows, has so has brought the Kyle Fathead to many a live show. Never met him in my life. At the Tropicana Casino and Resort up there? Not the Tropicana Casino and Resort. That was the Island Resort and Casino. Uh, very, very seasonal for up there. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Right. <laughs> I'm glad to see it go to uh, a long-time dedicated listener like Mark Calhoun. Uh, Should I read the names around him so the people know who got suckered out of that that didn't win? Yeah, definitely. Okay, Kevin Kerr, Jonathan Myers, Chris Morgan, and Mark Maximowski. Mm. You guys suck, and you lost by one. Sorry, guys. Sorry. So we're going to send that out. Yes. Uh, at some point, you will not have it before Christmas. Probably. Listen, listen, this is in my cart on Amazon. It has been ready to ship since so we you, decided this. If you click it right now, he might. Yeah, because, I mean, we're recording this on the 17th. Yeah, we got might. eight days till till uh, the solstice. Yeah, he might be listening to this on the Tuesday that it gets released. As and the door is going to be knocked on. Imagine that. And now this is Manistique, Michigan. I'm guessing DHLQ, right? Because it's yeah. a DHL ripoff. So it's not even yeah. a yellow truck. It's like a puke green truck. <laughs> Yeah, and instead yeah, you of you don't even get DHL. Yeah, and these are the like these are the halfway house employees, right? So you're gonna have to, a guy. A them. Well, you're gonna have a guy on parole for some type of very violent murder, who is hmm. going to be again working for the Puke Green Trucks DHLQ, and he's going to be like launching out of a PVC pipe cannon this gift at your front okay. door. All right, I wouldn't have expected that, but that's how, just how they deliver things in the UP. Either sure. that or snowmobile; those are the two options. And we are—I'm paying extra for the DHLQ option with the murder parolee. Well, congratulations, Mark. We hope you enjoy. I don't even remember uh, the the stuff that was in there. Uh, I'll give you a little refresher off air, but okay. uh, I, I hope Mark enjoys the package. Oh no, I, I, I do. I do remember the one thing now. It's not going to be gift wrapped. It's a brown no. box. Oh no, no, we're not paying the extra. No, no, no. Three ninety nine for one of those stu- stu- stupid little bags. No, no, we'll put. A nice, uh, a nice, a nice gift message on it. Though. Yeah, and no gift receipt. Uh, this is mm-hmm. a no returnsies. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't even try. Don't even try. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 
we had mentioned this a few weeks ago, Steve, and it was very offhand by you, and I thought that was a bit odd. Mm-hmm. Um, so I needed to follow up with you as you referenced a pretty big project. Yeah. On your house. Yeah. And uh, this guy's not doing any of the work. That was my question because <laughs> I can't believe it. No, you, you should believe this one. You mentioned a couple of weeks ago, again, very offhand, that you need this house. Yeah. Needs a new roof. Oh, it, it badly needs a new roof. Was this something you were aware of when you moved in? We knew that, the, not surprisingly, the previous owners, um, I've talked about all of the repairs, and I'm mm-hmm. doing heavy air quotes, and uh, modifications to the mm-hmm. home that they've done. Um, I don't think they ever hired a professional person in their life. And uh, so they did like a DIY roof job on the house. That's That's why we found lots of shingles and everything out in the backyard when we moved in. When and, you say DIY, can you, can you expand a little bit? Was it just kind of not patterned the way it's supposed to be? Were they just kind of stapled or nailed on top of each other? It, well, I mean, me knowing nothing about doing roofs looked at the roof and said, that's a DIY job. And I've had a few people come out to the house In various, uh, like when we had our windows replaced, the people that did the windows also do roofs. And I know that the guy was probably trying to upsell me, but he was just like, dude, you need a new roof. And I was like, yeah, I know. And the crazy thing is when we moved in in 2017, this roof was only, I think, five years old. So at this point, this roof is 11 years old maybe the, the diy roof is the DIY, was five years yeah. old and it okay. was i mean they used crappy materials there there are points where you know like where two sections of roof come together and it's supposed to be done one way and it's not done that way it's just not done uh not done right um was this noticed by you on the roof for the first time or is this i believe we, we have the year in review episode coming up next week mm-hmm. everybody stay tuned and I remember hearing some discussion of you saying there was like heavy leaking in the three season room that you have. Yeah, that that is still the case. Okay, so is that how you noticed it first, or what was the first? Were you just up there and you said, "Hey, this doesn't look right." Yeah, when I was up there, I, I realized I was like, "Boy, this is." I know that this is not that old, but um, you're an amateur roofsman. I, I I am an a- amateur roofsman. Amateur roofsman, semi pro yeah. garage doorman. I boy, I think I'm. I'm, ready to, I'm pro. Ready, to, ready to turn pro. I've done, I think I got eight, eight in the bag at this point. Um, so yeah, we had, <laughs> this all started out because nothing is just cut and dry here. It seems like um, this started out because our house has uh, wood siding and we've over the last couple of years, we have opened up our home to uh, woodpeckers who just decide Hey, this is wood. Oh, wow. I'm, so I'm the house. <laughs> yes. I'm going to knock a Ooh. hole in this, climb inside your walls, have babies, yeah. and then hit the road. Well, a lot well, of people would say thank you. Uh, a nice <laughs> yeah. bird sanctuary you've become here at the Steve house, and that's very generous of you. So we thought earlier this year, we were like, yeah, I mean, it, the wood siding, like in, in theory, I like the wood siding, mm-hmm. but um, in reality, I don't because, well... It's wood. very old timey, right? Yeah, like wood, they wood, like woodpeckers can cut holes in it and live inside there. I mean, when did they stop making 
wood siding and go to just straight vinyl. Oh, I'm sure that you can still get it. But I think that now a lot of the stuff that looks like wood isn't actually wood. Like Got they it. make they make products that look like wood, but it's actually made out of some fiber board, you know, concrete mm-hmm. mixture material or whatever. And then they just print wood grain on it to make it look like wood. Um, so, yeah, we we were we were like, why don't we just bite the bullet? We'll reside the house. This is that's going to be a big task. But, you know, something it's going to look great. It's going to add to the value of our house. We're not going to have woodpeckers living in our home anymore. Right. You've made that. that That's your cutoff, right? Yeah. You, you you put up with the the garbage that was strewn about the the mm-hmm. estate. Yeah, you've put up with all the other oddities that you find when you move mm-hmm. into the garbage bag of kids report cards. <laughs> yeah, but the wood side. <laughs> yeah, that's where we draw the line. That's it for well, you. Well, it's I don't want to share my home with wildlife. So don't blame you. So yeah, that we've had issues with woodpeckers, with carpenter bees, like eating holes in the wood and everything. Yeah. So we. Maybe a couple of months ago, we had a few different people come out and give us quotes for um, for new siding. But every one of them was like, uh, I think that you're it's probably going to be better off to do your roof first. So we were like, wow. So you so you now know mm-hmm. that you have two biggies. <laughs> yeah, because in this That's case, daunting. the siding is going to cost more than the roof. And in every case, the people were. They weren't upset. They were actually downselling us. They were like, I, you know, I'll give you a quote for your siding, but I think your roof, if, if you're only going to do one, you need to do the roof. So okay. we're like, all right. So we got a couple of quotes and, uh, yeah, we've, we've put a deposit on it and we are on the list let, for, for spring. Let me just dig into my laundry list here going on in the brain, because mm-hmm. I have varying questions for you about this, and this might not seem interesting on the surface to people, mm-hmm. but people who have listened to this podcast understand, this is was this a decision you came to lightly? Because you've undertaken big projects, <laughs> right? Now, I don't know if you, how you would classify, you know, re-roofing, but you just built a pole barn size, yeah. whatever, big garage in your backyard, essentially by yourself with a kit. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and obviously the help of your old Italian geriatric neighbor. Right. Who Mike DiVincenzo you know, Pavarotti. Right. Who came over to just do measurements and wants to make sure you weren't going to uncover a body he had buried. <laughs> so tell me about the decision. Why didn't you. Why was this the cutoff that you didn't want to do on your on your own? Well, um, I didn't have a lot of fun doing the roof on the shop. Yeah. You don't hear many people claiming like, God, that was a riot. That was so much fun. I can't wait no. to get back up there. The nice thing about the shop was it's in the trees. Like, I mean, there are trees all around it. So I was never really in direct sunlight, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be up on the roof for, I don't know. It, it would probably take me a week or two weeks to do the roof on the house. I don't want to be up there for like two weeks straight in the, in the sun. And right. it's, it's too big. It's way too big. I couldn't do it. I'd have it to is s- multi-leveled and all because it's the estate. To, right. Yeah, exactly. I would have to. Now, if I lived in a ranch style house where it was just where the roof just sloped up and then sloped down, I'd consider it because that's just what the, the shop is. But yeah. this, they're like the, the like little the dormer windows and, yes. and yeah, different. The gun turrets at the top uh-huh. and, the, and the sides, yeah. obviously, to look out, you know, make sure nobody's about to invade. Yeah. So this, um, so was our, this immediate? Like you, you, like, did you, did Annette hint at you or did you tell Annette did. right off the bat? Like, nope, not happening. 
call around. No, she um she was like, "Well, is that something you think you'd want to do?" And I was I was surprised that she oh, even asked me that. I was yeah. like, "Oh boy." Uh hmm. not really. <laughs> I, I, hate, mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I could try, but this is it just, no, I think it that's above my above my skill level. I, like the roof on the on the shop came out fine. Yeah. You actually when you got over here today, you asked you're like, "So, have you been out there to Yeah. check to see if there's any leaks?" No leaks yet. Yeah. Everything everything's good, but you got like mouse traps and stuff set in there just in case because that you never know. I don't. I don't. I I I thought about that though, but I haven't seen anything in there yet. I'll just get them out of the Comanche bed when there's, you know, thousands that, of them. That's most likely living there in March. Most, most likely where they are or up in the engine bay eating through the wiring. Now, I don't want to go too far here or, you know, jump uh jump the shark with this take. So but I feel like I need to let you know that I feel like this is probably the beginning of the end of your marriage. Hmm. Now you tell me if you think I'm uh, leaping too far there. Uh, well, seeing as how there is um, no quantifiable link between the two. Oh, no, no, no. See, that, that okay. question about do you think that was – is do you think that's something you could do? Okay. I think was that had heavier implications than you're taken that, away from was it. Was that my test and I failed? I think so because she has now come to know this house and the things you do as like, hey, Steve can do it. He rebuilt a truck. Mm-hmm. He built a garage. He's done the steps. He's done the railing. He's done the wall. You know, all this stuff. The trim. All yet the litany of projects around this house mm-hmm. you've done. Outside of the, you know, the, the freebs you got, which is the garage floor and all that fun sure. stuff. Sure, yeah. But... The roof ain't free. Roof is not free. So, <laughs> do you is, think the man- roof? Let me reiterate: the roof is not free. Maybe it's a touch. The roof too- is not free. Maybe it's a touch too far, saying it's the beginning of the end of your marriage. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll post it on the poll. We, this is one of those things we need yeah. to let the audience decide. Sure. Uh, is Steve paying for a roof the beginning of the end of his marriage? It, I just, I wonder if this puts a little dent in her eye. Like, have you noticed a slightly smaller gleam when she looks at you or, you know, says good morning or good night? Looks since at you just. <laughs> like with her eyes? I mean. Really? Well, I can't wait uh, to see this thing. Cut. So this is a spring deal? Yeah, we are on the on the schedule for spring. Okay. They don't have an exact date yet. Obviously, it's you know weather dependent and stuff like that. But other question I wanted to ask you about this: You're a guy who likes to keep up on the forefront of what's good for your house, long term mm-hmm. savings capability. So I want to ask you: Did you look into a couple of different things here? One, solar. Two. I have no idea the benefits or lack of benefits of this. I only see ads for metal roofs. Metal is that roofs, also yeah. something you looked into? There, There's actually, we are getting a small portion of the roof done in metal. Okay. Right over a small the, portion. Right over the, um, like where you walk in, over the front porch. There's a, you know, our, our front porch is mm-hmm. 15 feet long or whatever. And that small section of roof is going to be metal. Because uh, my wife goes on Pinterest a lot and Instagram, and she sees houses that have a little accent piece that's yep. done in that. And honestly, I like it too. There, there are a bunch of houses around here that 
like we've walked past and we say like, oh, that looks cool. So, so yeah. is, is the color going to be different? Is no, that like noticeably different? It'll be roughly the same color, but you know, the metal, it's just flat sheets of metal with like a little seam that runs down the middle. But she was not able to convince you to pull the cord on the entire roof being metal. No, I think, I don't think that would look right in this neighborhood. That's like for a, if you got a, you know, an old farmhouse or something, I think that looks best. And are there benefits to it? Because I see, I mean, companies sure. do this and I just, in my head, all I can think about, oh, that's got to be very loud. It's super durable. Is that, um, is that it? Like, yeah. I it mean, just... it's, it's going to last forever. Hmm. Um, but look, as we've talked about, we're here for another 20 to 25 years. Definitely. Couldn't so, see anything getting in the way of that. So when they offered up, oh, we got the 25-year shingle, but we also got the 35 and the 50-year shingle. I was like, nope, nope, 25, and we're moving out the week before it expires. Yeah, move at 22 so you can say roof in good shape. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then so, what about, because this feels like something you would have asked about, talked about, looked into. Would be some solar panels. Well, you can do the, you can do a solar roof now. Yes. Where the actual shingles that they put on, it's actually a solar panel, like in and of itself. So you don't have to have shingles and then solar panels slapped on top of sure. it. Sure. I would love to do that, but I just for s's and giggles, I went on to uh, Tesla's website because uh -huh. they Tesla does the solar roof. Oh, they do. Okay. Yeah, and and you put in your address and they pull up like the satellite image of it and they're able to figure out roughly the size of your roof. And like the angle, like, cause, yeah. because they, they all these companies have to take into account where the sun is, yep. how much, yeah, whatever. Which way, which way you face, yes. where there's shade and everything. And it was something absurd. It was like $75,000 mm -hmm. for the roof. And then because you then like, so all of your shingles, they collect all of the, all of the, the sunlight but then it's got to go somewhere, so you have to get this these huge battery banks in your garage or wherever that store all of the energy. So yeah, I mean, if if it was going to if we were gonna if we were building a house that we were planning on living in for fifty years, I don't know, maybe it would be worth it. I would have to do the math to figure out like what your average electric bill would be, or if it, but no, I, th just, I think the not... number you need to figure out is how long to recoup the cost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm surprised. We have a former coworker. I thought you may have uh, reached who does solar, mm -hmm. like deals in solar. Strictly. Who's that? Who does that? Uh, Chad. Oh, Chad, Chad, Chad. Yeah. thought maybe you'd reach out and maybe uh, say, hey, why don't you, mm -hmm. you know, dial up your computer wizardry? <laughs> how much would it cost? How long until I get the money? I, I'm a little bit surprised that you call. I mean, how many companies did you call out to get estimates on your roof? We got three different estimates. It's nice thing was too too few knowing you. They were all. I, I think yeah. I think if we had gotten one where it was like yeah, it'll be three hundred bucks, and then another one said yeah. thirty thousand, but they were all within within the range. Yeah, of within you. like a thousand bucks of each okay. other or something. So it seemed like they were. Uh, it seemed like everyone was. They were all equally upcharging me, <laughs> the the same amount. So let's move on to the second problem I didn't even know about briefly, mm -hmm. uh, the wood siding. Yeah. Is that getting just simply delayed for now? Yeah. And is that a Steve DIY? That might be. Okay. So you're willing to dance that one with feel, some new final siding. That one I feel a little more comfortable with. But you're not willing to dance with the roof. Have mm -hmm. you done any siding before you did your garage? I did the garage at my old house. Okay. So you've got a couple of garages worth of experience. I'm semi-pro. 
So this would also be a case where you have to be on the roof doing mm-hmm. the, you know, those peaks and valleys and the gun turrets guarding the estate. Sure, yeah. But you're thinking that's something you're... You know, I'm not going to fully commit. Do you have to cut it all yourself, though? Like, yeah. Ooh, woof. I'm already cutting a check in my brain. Like, um, can a company pre-cut it all? And then just deliver it to yes. me? And I just put it together like a puzzle? Yeah, right? Like, where does piece 79B go? Yeah, doesn't that happen on Survivor all the time? All those little puzzles? It's like those intricate pieces uh-huh. of wood and yeah. stuff that all slide together? Beautiful. Yeah. Just... You have to put together yeah, this just, elaborate mm-hmm. vinyl puzzle. You send them a couple pictures of your house, yeah. and they, they figure it out for you. So you've done vinyls. Is the cost difference between paying for that? that? Is that the difference for you? Like, oh, I know it's something I can do, and I don't want to spend that money. Or mm. Because you said the roof would take you like two weeks, you thought. Probably. How long would the siding take you? Oh, I mean, it would take a long time. But okay. I think the difference with the the difference with the siding is... I could do one wall, one weekend, sure, and then next wall, next weekend, done. But with a roof, I mean, if I pick the wrong day or if there is a if there's a rainstorm, 98 degrees, if and... there's a rainstorm that wasn't in the forecast, like what am I going to do? I don't have a tarp big enough to cover my entire house. Right, right. So, yeah, I don't know. I I think that uh plus the house is kind of tall and if I fall it off is. it that, that's a goner. Like, that's yeah. that's not danger of the garage where you almost fell and died. Yeah. This is, you know, rolling, tumbling, screaming. Mm-hmm. This I'm going to have a long enough fall where I'm going to be able to think about it and say, well, it's been fun. No I'm question. A, but I'm about to die. <laughs> The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey folks, viewer mail time again. Oh, here's one from Sally, age 14. <clears throat> Deer pig. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, ba, dum, ba, dum. Bum, bum, bum. That's right. All right. It's, it feels like it's been a while. Yeah. So I'm glad this has reemerged in the P.O. Box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, if you want to send something to us. P.O. Box is listed in the show notes. We don't talk about that nearly enough, but yeah, it's very easy to send something. We are really light on candy. And <laughs> we, we are... Um, did oh, we just, finally just we finally got rid of the... Uh, we threw the... York, the rest of the Yorks got, got pitched. Yeah. Uh, we did not... We stopped consuming them for long enough that they were yeah. hard to eat. Once we hit um, my sixth wedding anniversary, <laughs> which those those were purchased right before we got married... Uh, it just seemed like it was time. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice. That's a good perf. Yeah, good that's perf. a real good perf. Good perf tear. When you get older, you respect the little things in life, Steve, and that's a good perf. Uh, this, as usual, around this time every month, is from our friends, the Bill Payment Processing Center, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe this is from our good friend Billy Stacks, coming through in the clutch for the holiday season, keeping us just enough in the red. Uh, <laughs> Are we? Oh, yeah. No question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Thank you so much, Billy, for keeping the checks coming. Again, I feel like they have so many questions at that bill payment processing center in Sioux Falls about why this keeps getting distributed. Again, next time you're driving through Sioux Falls, stop at the BPPC, poke your head in the door, give them a wave, give them a salute, say thank you for your service. Yeah. If you've got time, please ask for the person who handles West Michigan and just see if they have a million questions. Okay. Yeah. Because I can't imagine they do many um, small ticket monthly check I issues. I didn't know that this was a thing that you could do. Didn't either. I didn't know that you could go to your bank and say, on this date every month, send a podcast to check. That's right. Yeah. Because there's surely no human interaction. I mean, do we, do we have to report this to like Big Dutch Ron or anything? <laughs> no, because the amount... I think we're slightly under the amount that we have to make every year in, okay, order, good. in order to be well, 1099. Thank God, because <laughs> Lord knows we're not going to finally broach that uh, watershed moment no, of making enough. No. That the U.S. government would have to be informed. No, no. We got a long time, a long time before we hit it rich, but uh, somewhat related. Um, I came across an article a while back um, from, let's see, Go Banking Rates. Okay. Boy, okay. that's my homepage. Well, it's actually a, an article from MSN.com, and it, it caught my attention because it said Warren Buffett says poor people waste money on these 12 things. Okay. And I thought that's weird. It, it seems weird that he would use that language. Somebody like Warren Buffett would use that language. But then again, I don't I don't know Warren Buffett at all. I know he's the Oracle of Omaha. I know that he um, I also feel like. You don't hear many bad things about Warren Buffett. No, he he. So, now that he's Berkshire Hathaway, right? That's a that's a fantastic question that I don't have um, an answer to. Um, it, it's it's amazing how little I care about the lives of billionaires. Yeah, I is is he one? Did he say he's not giving any of his money to his family and it's all going to his uh, charity and projects when he's dead? He did that um, that billionaire pledge or whatever okay. with uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, uh, he's faced some criticism for it. A lot of people have said, like, well, you know, you could just give it away now. I mean, you could, instead of making everyone, you know, those organizations that are no doubt relying on that money when yeah. you finally give it to them, like, you you could give them a little bit now. And he, he has maintained, now he is a brilliant businessman, brilliant yeah. financial man. So, I don't know, I, I'll defer to him where he says that, by keeping it in the accounts or whatever that he has it in now in the in the places that it's in, it's going to generate so much more than if he were to just give it away now. I don't know. It, it's also that that has the distinct vibe of when you see celebrities or rich people post GoFundMe's or whatever for people in need. Yeah. And half of the comments you'll see on social media are, well, why don't you do more? <laughs> Like I saw you only donated ten thousand dollars. Well, yeah. your net worth is five million. You right. know, that's like me donating twenty dollars. That's such a weird the man has de- has decided to donate billions of dollars to billions. people and charities yeah. and projects in need. And yet you're deciding it's either not soon enough, not good enough, and you need different. Mm-hmm. But I, I am very curious about what Words were actually said. I don't know if this article will even say it, but what are these things that Warren Buffett is saying that I'm doing that are wasting money? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're a big stupid dummy, according to Warren Buffett. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a better headline. Warren Buffett says all poor people are big stupid dummies. <laughs> now, I, 
I can just assume that of the 12 things on this list, mm-hmm. uh, granted, I, you know, I don't know what any of them are. I haven't read any of them yet. Okay. But how many of these do you think you will also do? Ten. Like, so you think that you're, you do 10 of the dumb 12 things. I'm probably, I, I like to think I'm okay with money. And mm-hmm. I really try to limit the, what people would call indulgences. I don't know if you're the same way. Uh, probably 10, 15 years ago, I was much, I remember, and not to, t- not to sidebar this, mm-hmm. when no, I was, a, when I was not. a teenager, we would, we would never, never get off topic on this podcast. I was just reminiscing about this with a friend of mine. When I was a teenager, uh, in between having all the hot babes, mm-hmm. my friend and I would every single Tuesday go to Best Buy and buy something new. Cause that was new release day. Okay. Movies, uh, all right. uh, TV shows on DVD, video games, whatever. Every single Tuesday we would go mm-hmm. to Best Buy. And we were reminiscing about this because Best Buy announced recently they're fully ditching physical music, I believe, was already announced. But like mm-hmm. they're, they're moving away from those things that people just don't seem to buy in stores. So you can still go there to buy a washer and dryer, but yes. not okay. But that goes to say... I think we all change as we grow up. You bought a jet ski and paid for a storage unit to store it. I was spending money at Best Buy buying physical DVDs that <laughs> I, half of them were unwrapped. I wonder what Warren Buffett would say. If we if, told him our two like, dumbest financial decisions, <laughs> would he say, that's okay. Everybody does stuff when they're young and Everybody stupid. Everybody makes a dumb jet ski purchase. Or was he 15, you know, in the little house on the prairie because he's that old. I bet. And, you know, was... Hiding all of his gold coins under, you know, his cot. I I would bet that this isn't a new thing for him. So I'm he, guessing, I'm guessing ten. And what if you had to estimate? What do you think? How much? How many of these items are you are going to fall in the category of be, Steve? Would? Am I going to be guilty of? I, before you said it, I was going to say nine. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that I'm the majority. Though. I'm right there with you. Yeah. And I think we'll have to play by year because there's a difference between when we were 19, 16, 21 compared to now. But honesty is key here. You know, if we're mm. going to fall in these categories, we have to be upfront about it. Sure. All right. So number one on the list is neglecting personal development. According to Buffett, the best investment one can make is in oneself. Enhancing skills and education can boost earning potential significantly. Well, Steve, I can state claim to part of that because I definitely did pay for a education that I would now call a total and utter waste <laughs> that I am still paying for that will be paid off in the next six months. Um, I will say I am not a victim of that. Um, I'm going to say, I mean, I graduated college 20 years ago at this point. I feel I, like I want to answer for you because I feel like you're trying to lean to, to tilt yourself one way. All right. Answer for me then. I don't think you neglect that at all. You went to college, you took a job in the big city coming, you know, and then in terms of development of that, you took a job moving halfway across the country. Yeah. Now, granted, it wasn't like a job that you were, wor- it wasn't like a, a startup, right? Sure. That you moved to, but still that you took a job to further your career and development and moved halfway across the country into the unknown. So I, I don't think, think you're good? a victim. I think you you're think good. good. Okay. Yeah. See, I would have just by looking at it, I, I look at that and I interpret it as, Oh, I'm still, you know, furthering my education or going to classes or taking oh, a course. Waste of time. Yeah. So I, I think well, we are zero for one. I, I in a good way. So we're good. Yes, we're good. we are okay. good through one. 
Number two, relying on credit cards. Credit cards can be convenient, but high interest rates can quickly overshadow all benefits. Through through these first two, by the way, Warren Buffett is not shedding any new light on anything. No, no. Like, obviously, you shouldn't live your life on a credit card. I, so, Well, let, it's weird because every single purchase that I make is on a credit card, and then at the end of the month, I pay off that credit card. Yeah, I don't think that falls into the spirit of this rule. Yeah. So I'm willing to say, I'll fall back 10, 15 years on this, and I'll admit that I think when you're younger, a lot of people do this. Yeah, I, I was always terrified of credit cards. So I would never, like, I never wanted to use them for anything. Yeah. That was kind of the opposite way. I didn't um, have a choice, Steve. I was making, you know, $8 an hour. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I remember I would have a credit card that would be near its very, in the in the scheme of things, minuscule yeah. limit. But, yeah, I would say I fall victim to that one. Okay, so credit cards can be convenient, but in high interest rates in can quickly overshadow any benefits if you don't pay the full balance monthly. Correct. So I'm good on this You're one clear. Too. You're 0 for 2. I will, I'm willing to dig into the past and say I, I fell. I used to do this. Okay. I do not anymore. We don't carry a balance on so any card gonna, now. How are you going to grade yourself on this one? I'll give myself a point. Just in the spirit okay. of the game, I will say that I fell victim to this when I was younger. Frequenting bars and pubs. All right. Two, four, three. <laughs> Spending on social activities like drinking at bars can add up. Opting for more affordable social gatherings like home get-togethers oh, can God. save significantly. Warren Buffett's just a butt. <laughs> He's just a loser butt. Hey, instead of going to the strip club, why don't you just yeah, come to my I'm house? I'm posting that on the poll. Is Warren Buffett just a loser butt? Because, yeah, I'm sorry. I like to go out every now and again. Yeah. I would say, and this is a mix. I don't go out to bars and pubs. Obviously, mm. we have kids as much. I'll go very, very infrequently. Right. But I used to. I'm giving myself I'm a point. I'm giving the myself of the a game. point for that. So I am. Uh, I now have one point. Which, one bad point. Continue reading. Okay. Chasing the latest technology. New gadgets may be tempting, but often last year's model serves just as well. Buffett himself has a history of sticking to functional rather than flashy tech. Well, listen, th- this is going to be harder for you because I'm running off of a think brick that costs like $180. <laughs> and you now, I think, are clear of this. Yeah. But there was a time ten years ago, eight years ago. I knew how every, would you? I, I knew everything about the newest, you know, the newest gadget, the newest tech, whether it's iPhone, iPad. Um, I mean, do yeah. we want to do half points? No, I mean, I think in the spirit of the game, I have to take a. You're going to take a full point because you felt you you used to be or you used to yeah. consider yourself a victim of this. I I am confident that I. Didn't I? I knew I okay. didn't have the money for the new stuff. Okay. So it was so, never a, right, a so thing I got, for me. I got two points then. Me too. I have two two out of four for both of us. Overspending on clothes. Nope. Nope. Two out of <laughs> can move on from that. Skip right on to buying new cars. Nope. Nope. Uh, uh, well, no, you know what? I need to. I need to. Yeah. I, I was wrong. I do. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because remember when the pandemic hit, you cashed in. Oh, God. I was making coins. You were making so much money. Because... My former employer was just throwing dollars at me to go put my life on the line every day and deliver those energy drinks to people in need. <laughs> but even beside that, I the last time I didn't have a car payment was 2003. Okay. I, I do not have a car payment. Um, I haven't had one since... 2016, 2017, I think. Uh, yeah, but Annette has a new car. It's, right. You know, a year old at this point. I'll leave this up to you because you don't buy new cars. You buy old, junky pieces of garbage. No offense. Right. No, no, I buy death traps and give them, a, give them a little spit and polish. But in terms of your daily driver, when was the last new one you bought? Uh, let. I've only bought one new car. I, I think we need to reframe new, right? Mm. Like I'm not 
I think we you need mean, to when was the last time buy a new car it? for you that would then have a payment. Uh, two, three years? No, two years. I've had it. I think I've had it for two or three years. And before that, was your previous car? Your was your previous daily driver paid off? Yes. Like just paid off? Like no, it was okay. So it, you'd it, had it for a while. Yeah, because that was the the murder jeep. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That was the uh, one of the first mm-hmm. second chance jeep. I, 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 I'm I, good. I'm giving myself a point. And is that okay. is that the sixth one? One, two, three. That is the sixth one. I'm at three out of six. I am at how many? You're at Let's two. See. You're at two I'm out at of six. Two out of six. So All three right. bad points out of six. I think there's there's no uh, yes or no here. But yeah. we, just, we obviously like to keep it below six, so mm-hmm. you're not uh, just losing every money. Oh boy! Oh baby! These next these next two are uh, these next two are hitting close to home. Unused gym memberships. And unnecessary subscription services. I, well, I'm very happy to say I am not. Well, I shouldn't say that. That means I don't go to the gym at all. I, uh, I am. <laughs> oh, so it's a financial decision. Yeah, obviously. I am. <laughs> that, that $11 a month is just, has yeah. to go elsewhere. I am free and clear of unused gym memberships. Steve, how about you? I am not free and clear of unused gym memberships. Uh, granted, Dreamboat Wayne or Wayne Dreamboat Wayne is Dreamboat. just waiting for your. He yeah. keeps checking his phone a couple times a day. God, I wonder when Steve's yeah. going to call back. Notification that I that I clocked in. Maybe we follow up on that uh, in a couple weeks after the year okay. interview. I want to check in with you oh. uh, as we really dive into the new year. We did something similar okay. last year, and I want to ask. Okay, and I kind of want to force each of us to pick a New Year's resolution. So I'd okay. like to put your feet to the fire on that one. All so right, you're so at I'm now three out of up, seven, and I'm at three out of seven. I'm up to three. Uh, unused uh, Unnecessary subscription fees. I'm going to give myself a point for that one. Sure. Because I know that there's months that have gone by where we've paid for an Apple TV Plus yep. or a um, Hulu or something and haven't used it. I think I've gotten better because now we kind of – a lot of people that I know – I mean, of course, we do not share passwords. You wouldn't that, think that, of it. That is just terrible. But sometimes, uh, like, I'll come over to your house when you're watching a show on HBO. And obviously. I, and, and I'll watch so that. We can share. Yep. Yeah. yeah that, that, obviously, we do that weekly. Yeah. Uh, I am willing to say that as well. I feel like I use them. But still, my life would not be negatively mm. affected if I said, hey, no more HBO, yeah. no more Netflix, whatever, and, and and took time off. The thing is, they make it so convenient now because it, yeah. there's not... Um, there's not contracts anymore. It's not like if you sign up for Netflix, you gotta you're in for two years. Yeah. You can literally any second turn it on, watch a show, yeah. and then say, "Nah, I'm not going to use this anymore." So I'm at four. We're both at four out of eight. You're now. at four. Okay. Boy, a few left. We've really got to we got to go one out of the next four just to be on the yeah. right side of Warren Buffett's history. Over reliance on skincare products. Well, pretty. I, I don't even use lotion on my like. I got a bar of Dove in the sink. Yeah, in the, in the shower. I think I've had the same bottle of lotion for like eight years. <laughs> There's definitely animals in the bottom of my like Nivea skin for men. I'm terrible with. Lo- I know I need to be better. Yeah, I'm horrific with yeah, lotion, I'm, knees, I'm elbow, all of that. But I'm doing it because I'm financially savvy. All right, thank you, Warren, for that tip. Four out of nine for both of us, Steve. Okay, regular nights out. While socializing is essential, frequent nights out can be a significant expense. I think I'm good on that. I think we're both clear of that. I think um, Annette and I will do, I mean, it's maybe once a month that we'll we'll have um, somebody watch the kids and we go out for dinner or whatever. Yeah, but I don't, yeah, I 
again, the, we need to differentiate here between 2010 and 11 and 12, Stephen Kyle, oh, sure, yeah. and 2023, yeah. Stephen Kyle. But in that I'm regard, not taking, I'm not taking the point. I'm not taking a point for this because the, the amount of time I go out, we go out, myself and Katie, whatever, is so minimal mm-hmm. that, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Four out of ten. All right. Next one, gambling. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, so, um, safe to say that you're taking a point for this one, but let me clarify. Uh, what if I win? <laughs> Spoken like a true gambler. I mean, I, I am, I'm very notably, I track every single play I make. You, I am up thousands on the year. How much? How many thousands? About four. 4,000. Okay. So you're, I mean, last year was closer to, you know, we don't need to get into the specifics of how much I was up, Uncle Sam. Since, uh, since you've been keeping track, yes. How many? Like how many years have you been keeping track? Keeping track like? since May of twenty twenty two. Okay, so a year and a half. Yes. So overall, you're up. Oh yeah, way way up, way up to the point where um, I my student loan balance was at twenty thousand dollars in August. Mm-hmm. Today it sits at uh, thirty three hundred dollars. Okay. That is simply because of okay. sports gambling. Uh, last year, Steve, since I started tracking May through December, and this year, yeah, we're, we're a little over uh, eleven grand in a year and a half. I don't think you get a point for that. But I gamble. But I think I think it's the spirit. Let's see. Well, gambling might seem like a shortcut to wealth, emphasizes the importance of understanding the odds, urges people to make financial decisions that favor long-term wealth accumulation, not momentary thrills. But you understand the odds. You obviously do because you're winning. For now, I'll give myself a point. Okay. Because I think the spirit of gambling, mm-hmm. he's saying, hey, just don't do it. It's not right. healthy. And I would say I would agree with that. For for the majority of people who gamble, who only want to play, oh, I could turn five bucks into ten grand. Mm-hmm. That's not me. I'm No, I, I'm not there for that. Personally, I wouldn't take a point for that. But, hey, you do what you want. I'd slap that old man in the face if you told me that. <laughs> was that 11? That was number 11? Yeah, that was number okay, 11. Okay, so last number one. 12. Smoking. No point for me. No point. Look at that. I got four. I got five. Four and a half. What was our predictions? Nine and ten. Oh, God. We did so good. Now, if you had put me, like, I already took a point for gambling. Boy, not even smoke. I'm trying to go back and even 10, 12 years ago, the only ones I would add, right? If I were to do this Mm -hmm. for young Kyle or young Steve, the only ones I would add were regular nights out. Yeah. Uh, the pub one, which I forget the details on that, mm-hmm. I would be probably closer to seven or eight rather than nine or ten. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I, look, I'm picking and choosing, and oh, uh, I'm giving myself four points. I'm happy to take five on this. One. That, that's uh, like I'm a third of the way to being independently wealthy. You're almost a billionaire, <laughs> right? I mean, according to Warren Buffett. We'll it, post. It seems like it. We will post this uh, quiz or these tips. In the show notes of the podcast this week, if you would like to give yourself points and uh, pass it around yourself, that is, um, that 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 that's that makes me happy. It makes me really happy because I did not know how that was going to go. Now, were you ever a smoker? Uh, I tried to smoke um, in college to impress a girl. Okay, so and, you're uh, going to buy, you know, you, you go to the local gas station, local Wawa, and you're saying, uh, "Give me a pack of your best." Sigs. It was Marlboro Lights. Um, I was, yeah, I was dating a girl named Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, she smoked. Okay. And I had a feeling that things were not going well okay. and that she was going to break up with me. So I was going to her house one night 
and it was like an hour drive. Yeah. So I stopped at a gas station, bought a pack of cigarettes, tried to teach myself to smoke on the hour drive. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think there's a, no, I don't, I don't even know if that's embarrassing. I and think that's not, I remember walking up her driveway and she just happened to be like looking out the window. It was yeah. like a summer night. So the windows are all open. So she like sees me walking up the driveway and I'm like, <sighs> and she's like, are you smoking? And I was like, yeah, I smoke all the time. I'm a total smoker. I smoke an occasional cigar. By occasional, I mean like two or three a year, and I right. enjoy that a lot. I can probably count on two hands the number of cigarettes I've had over my lifetime, and I still don't know how to inhale. <laughs> how to do it. <laughs> That's how much of an idiot I am and how uncool I am. So safe yeah. to say things with Kim didn't work out. Uh, things with Kim did not work out. No, no. She um, I'll cheated on, on me with a busboy at the restaurant that she worked at. And, uh, yeah, I moved out shortly after that. And they say romance isn't is dead. It, no, it would be dead. It, yes, yeah, I, it, it died. But, I mean, for the busboy, it, it seemed it, like romance was blooming. It's You know, romance lived and died in the back end of a kitchen of a local Jersey restaurant. God, was, I'm sorry to bring that, that bad so, memory up so, to you. I didn't. So I, I honestly, I feel like I know a lot about your life and your history in the last so painful 14 years. That is one I did not know, and you've openly admitted to me about underwear wrestling and sprinting upstairs in like your 20s. Yeah, that um, that was by far the most painful breakup I've ever gone through in well, my life. Doesn't seem like it was choice. Uh, no, no, I it was. Uh, yeah, that was definitely not my choice. Put that on the timestamps for next year. I want to dig into this. I really want to get to the root of uh, how you found out what it did to your psyche. Oh, did dude, you dude. keep smoking? And did you... <laughs> all the uh, all the sidebars was, that go along oh, with that whole situation. It was so bad. It it's good to so see that bad. you're able to somewhat laugh about yeah. it now, although it's yeah. obviously not something you care to uh, <laughs> like leave in the forefront of your brain. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um... Pretty pretty painful, but uh, you know I'm I've moved on. Let's flip the script. <laughs> I can't wait to dive into that. So much to get to in the new year. Oh, listen to that music. That's right. The staff is gathering. Hi, beautiful, everybody. Beautiful time of year. Remember the rules. Don't look me in the eye. <laughs> okay, so you're all doing yours off air. I hope. All right. This good. is the eighth year. Of the Stephen Kyle Podcast, Cloak and Dagger, non-denominational winter solstice gift exchange. And boy, am I happy that it's back for an eighth year. That's uh, we had, crazy. We had a ton of people participate. I think we were, what, one or two short yep, of, of the, the all-time record. Of the record. Next so, year. Thank you very much. Next year, we should go for triple digits next year. Okay. Well, a lot of people would say, let's just clear the record, but you really want to blow it out by like 35%. Yes. Good. Yeah. Oh, no, that would be like by 50%. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Oof, boy. Uh, there's two gifts on the table here. Again, there we don't know gifts. who yeah. they're from. Not sure, yeah. Or who we, they're to. We walked in, and they were uh, they were both so in here. The top, it doesn't even have a name on it. That must be yours. Or a label. <laughs> the one below it says, uh, to, oh, to Steve from Solstice Sammy. Solstice Sammy, okay. Okay, all right. Steve, would you like to kick off the 8th annual Steve and Kyle podcast Cloak and Dagger non-denominational winter solstice gift exchange. Gosh, I would love to. Oh, this is a beautiful wrapping paper. I like this. It's a bunch of winter sweaters. 
does look nice. How would you rate the packaging job? Because from the staff in years past, you've received some questionable wrapping. <laughs> I think one year you received a gift wrapped in the tube of wrapping paper. Yes. Um, you know, this is a, a significant step up. So I'm happy to hear. Congratulations to uh Glad to hear you're happy. Okay, we got uh, some jingle jangles in there. Now, do you have any guests? Are you also, are you turning into, a, I'm curious, like, the dad on Christmas morning where you're, like, shaking it, even though everybody's telling you, Dad, stop, just open it. You're like, no, no, I can guess it, just kinda. to really rib your kids. Kind of. Oh, boy, this, uh, it seems broken. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, let's give it a good old rip. Oh, look at that. Oh, man. That this. Looks like someone who wants you to stop being so dumb. <laughs> In possibly the most generic packaging I've ever seen. <laughs> that is. It is simply a red box that says chess. Boy, they no frills. They're getting right to it. Uh, Steve, boy, if I remember right, Steve, you were pretty open about your stupidity that you'd never once played I chess. Never played chess. This is going to be great. Um, once I throw out all the chess pieces and I buy some checkers, <laughs> and then I can play checkers. A good game. Oh, thank you very much to whoever gave this to me. Oh boy, yeah, they did did not sign it. But look for two for two players. Ages eight to adult. It's got the little horse pieces. Oh, I can't wait uh, to hear that Evelyn one, beats you in chess. The one that looks like a tower. That's right. That would be the rook. Mm-hmm. And that would be the uh, the knight. Yep, we got this thing that's uh, obviously that's a flute the, that's of the some bishop. Kind. Okay. I, I can't Boy, wait. I can already tell you're going to dig into that rule book. <laughs> well, thank you to Solstice Sammy. Listen, that man... I mean... It sounds like it's a really high quality piece. There's no question that inside that box are handcrafted <laughs> wooden pieces yeah. reflecting the history mm-hmm. of that game. Yeah. All right, thank Steve. You, thank you to uh, to all those involved. Boy, this is this is a very nice wrap job with an extra uh, some frills on top. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and discard those. They just get in the way. Meaningless uh, details. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I can already tell these are going to be useful. Uh, whatever mm-hmm. it is when I open them, it looks like some type of cloth in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. Yeah. Unlock. These type of bags, when I get from I Amazon, them. screams Asian market. I, You know something? Whenever I get them, I'm like, I got to keep this. This is going to be useful for something. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Well, boy, let me add your Christmas gift. <laughs> As I unwrap these very... Oh! Look, okay, well, these are getting thrown in the garbage. <laughs> these, these appear to be shark slippers or socks, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, you would put your foot in uh, in the shark's mouth. <laughs> that is that is delightful. You should, you should try it on. Let me, let me try to slip a couple of these on, see if we'll have to... Post some pictures on the on our uh, accounts of these yeah. two delightful solstice gifts. Oh, boy, that, Although, those are... whoever sent me these can go right to hell. Uh, oh, boy, this I mean, is... look at that! It looks like the shark. Look at that! Is two eating... fins, 
I feel like those fins would be real uncomfortable if you're wearing shoes. It looks like the shark is eating my foot. But I got to tell you, very warm. Yeah. Very cozy. Very nice. Very warm. I can't say I appreciate the lack of actual regard for the danger that we're all in. Look, no shark has ever attacked a man. I'm going to leave these on, Steve. These are, uh, these are nice and toasty. I'm going to leave those on. Good, 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 good. Well, this was just another delightful exchange Yeah, for this solstice season, Steve. Uh, and oh, I'm I, so I, happy. When I find out who gave me these, I am going to fire them. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Please keep your own uh, images coming and your hauls that you've received this solstice mm. season, if you feel comfortable doing so, on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, at Steve and Kyle, hashtag garbage gifts. Yeah. If you post them, we'll repost them, retweet them. However, I don't know how to do it on tw- on Instagram, so I'll leave that to Steve if he runs yeah. into any. Yeah. If you tag us, we will. Uh, we I love seeing these come in. Some some quality gifts coming in so far this year. Very nice. Um, I saw a someone sent. They didn't post it, but sent me a picture of a garbage bag size of potato chips. <laughs> This one, well it looks done. like we just got one from uh, our friend Josh. Looks like a very nice whiskey set with whiskey glasses and stones. Oh, that's an actual legitimate gift, nice. and that's an upset. Very nice. I see a bunch of garbage merch, Steve. Yeah? Our friend Matt received some Lake Superior boating trip stickers. <laughs> SS Edmund Fitzgerald sticker. A picture nice. of the Eddie Fitz. As well as some other uh, small items from, it looks like, local or that they had in the house. Got some bison building blocks as well as a Wyoming sticker. You can oh. pass that Wyoming sticker right along to us there, Tim. We could add it to the uh, the sticker door mm-hmm. as we try to fill that thing up. As I scroll back a little further, boy, there there is some really good stuff. You can check out our social media again at uh, at Stephen Kyle hashtag Garbage Gifts, and you can see all of the uh, things that have come in for people. All righty. Um, so next week. You're going to be getting, dare I say, a supersized, a supersized year in review. Yeah, we're trying to figure out if we're going to release this monster as one or split it as we have been doing some additional releases on Fridays. If you haven't listened to those, check those out. Uh, Flashback Fridays we've been releasing on Fridays in your podcast feeds. If you want to dip dip back into the Stephen Kyle archives, but yes, a, a monster coming next week. Yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to be a lot. So hopefully you have some time off over the holidays, over the solstice. Yeah, if you want to get away from your family, uh, please utilize this podcast as your excuse. <laughs> Hang out with us. So we will talk to you, yeah, again next week. I think the the date of the episode will be the 26th, 26th. December 26th. December 26th, and we'll be back with uh, some fresh new content in the new year. Yeah, because it would be December 26th and then possibly the 29th, 29th as right. well. And yeah, back after the new year. So hopefully you got some time off and uh, enjoy it. Take some time. Hang out with the family or don't. Avoid them. Happy solstice, everybody. Thanks for another year of listening to this nonsense. See ya. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual. 
because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com prenatal.